0: You're listening to Ants Talk. My next guest had a very traumatic childhood growing up with an abusive mother who put her into the foster care system. During her time with her mother, she was sexually abused by her stepfather. Her story reads like a novel and seeing the mistakes of the authorities over the years makes you realise while child abuse is still so prevalent. Welcome to the show, Mary Doyle. Hey, Mary, how are you?
1: Hey, I'm good. Thank you. Are
0: you okay? I'm very well. Thank you. Thank you for joining me today. I know that it was a little hard working out our time differences. Our first booking was for 4am in the morning, which wouldn't have been good for me because I don't wake up till at least five. <laughs> so Mary, listen, I've read a large part of your story and it's absolutely shocking what's happened. Can you tell us a little about the early years of your
1: life? Right. Um, I'll start from the beginning. Yeah. Um, I was born in Scotland, in Paisley. Um, my mum met somebody that she claimed that was my father. So she was pregnant with me, um, and she passed me off as his child. Um, we, she had me in Scotland. We then moved to Wales. Um, and the abuse literally started from when we moved to Wales. Now it was one. By this time, mm. um, she then in 1992, she um, was physically abusing and um, mentally abusing two of her stepchildren this was the fa- the the guy that she portrayed to be my dad yeah. his children um they were then taken away and she had my sister as well um my sister is a year younger than me um she was born with cerebral palsy so my mum was told that she would never walk she wouldn't talk mm. um so my mum gave my sister a for adoption um, and the other two children stepchildren were taken away as well by social services um, and I was left with my mum mm, we ended up in a women's refuge in I believe it was Cardiff because of the um, the guy she portrayed to be my father, she said that um, he was physically assaulting him, and we had to flee him, um, then removed from place to place to place. Um, I think I lived in about 12 different areas, mm. up until the age of four. Wow. Yeah. Um, when she met my stepfather and um, so I've already gone through some abuse with my mum from mm. 91 to 94 but not just with my mum with multiple other men as well um, it was a bit like Um, I don't know if I can put it this way, but it was a bit like she was pimping me out. Right. Because no matter what bloke she had in her life, they were very in my life too.
0: Gotcha. So basically these men were abusing you at the time also?
1: If time stood still, I could do a sketch drawing of every bloke. I can imagine. as if time stood still. But mm. obviously, over the years, people are going to change. Yeah. But put me back there. And it's there. But yeah. anyhow.
0: So that's, through, um, that's from the ages of one to four.
1: Yes. Wow. See, um, we had a lot of social services involvement. Mm. Um, but every time social services kind of clicked on to where we were, we would move. Right. Um, So in that kind of respect, it was kind of the local authority finds her. She evades them. She runs. Yeah, yeah.
0: So when did your mother's attention change? Was she ever loving towards you?
1: I have never heard the words, I love you, come out of that lady's mouth. I have never had a cuddle off that lady saying everything's going to be okay. Wow. That lady as I can't even I'm saying a lady, but you know, um she hated me from the day that I was born.
0: Was she any different yeah. with the stepchildren, like the stepbrother and sister?
1: Yes. Right. She loved them.
0: Right.
1: No, that's not a stepbrother and sister, sorry, no. No. Um I'm I am i,
0: the, the, I the, sorry, yeah. There
1: was, was um with the stepchildren, um it was because obviously we're gonna move on in a moment to yeah. when I was older, so I can explain it then, but just briefly, they um they weren't fed, they they weren't loved, they mm-hmm. um when we go on further and for the listeners then they will understand what the two stepchildren went through when they hear what I've gone through later on.
0: Yeah. Yeah. When did the sexual abuse start after that period again?
1: 1994 when she met, um, my mother met my stepdad. Um, He, he wasn't nice. Mm. Um, I think it was, it wasn't long after him and my mum got together that my mum got a job. She got a job in a pub. Um, she would be there at night and sometimes till pretty late. Mm. Um, And that's really when the abuse with him started.
0: Crazy. Did you... When you are that young, I know that a lot of people try to block the abuse. You were so young. I mean, it's so hard to even visualise or think about how you would even you know, work out what was happening. So did you, did you, did you realize that you'd already been abused once it had started again or had it never left your mind?
1: It was normal.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: It was, it, it, it was something that Happens literally so from, the, from, from the moment that I can remember in my head, You know, I I was abused. Mm. You know, I have... There's more bad memories than there is good memories. You know, and I'm 31 years old. Mm. I can still smell them. Oh, God.
0: Absolutely horrific. Because, I mean, you know, before we actually organised this interview, you sent me a lot of that information of court cases and newspaper articles, et cetera, et cetera. And I mean, even reading the tiniest part of it was bad enough. So I can, you know, I can just imagine. When did you find out about your actual sister?
1: Right. I always knew that I had a sister, but I was informed by my mother that she was my twin sister. So, I went through all my early childhood years believing I had a twin sister. When in actual fact, she was born a year after me. Um, so, yeah, I always knew I had a sister. Um, I do also have another half-brother and sister. That um. My brother, sadly, he was run over by a minibus at school. And he passed away in 2014. He was 15. Wow. Um, My other sister, she lives at home with her. Mm. But my old, (laughs) my middle sister then, She doesn't live at home. She lives away. Mm -hmm. But, yeah.
0: So, I know that the stepfather ended up being charged and jailed. Is that correct? Yeah. So, um, in
1: 1996, my mother, um, I told my mother that my stepdad had, done, what did I say to her? Um, I said he was hurting me. Um, I said I didn't want her to be going to work anymore. She needed to stay home with me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And she rang social services. And she said that if they didn't come and get me and take me from her, because she was fed up of my lies and she wasn't going to let me get between her and her husband, that she would hurt me if they didn't take me.
0: Some people truly um, are unfit for parenting, aren't they?
1: Yeah. Um, then they took me. Social services came, they took me. They placed me with a foster placement, um man and a lady. And I told the foster father what my stepdad had done. The police were called, social services was called, it was interviewed, um, it was all going to go court. Mm. Then they said that I was too upset and too young to be placed on the stand, that it would be too detrimental to my health to be cross-examined. Now I'm six Mm. and regardless of where you are in the world, I'm sure at that age you wouldn't be on a stand. Mm. You would be by a video link in a different room. Yeah. So that I don't understand. (laughs) Um. So, yeah, it was thrown out of court.
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: And nobody will ever understand the mental trauma that that has caused. Mm. Because 20 years later, I go back to the police after a number of attempts of trying to get this case reopened. And in 2015, he was prosecuted for seven and a half years. Brilliant. Um, but like I said, the trauma of that, of yeah. having to fight for justice for something that is so clear that has happened, but nobody wanted to know. Mm.
0: Nobody
1: abhorrent. wanted to help.
0: Absolutely abhorrent. Make sure you subscribe to Ant's Talk. So I know that you went on the Jeremy Kyle show with your sister. How did that come about?
1: Right. So from a young age, I was questioning where my dad was, who he was. And I had a name. I had my birth certificate. And I went looking on Facebook. I found him. I found him through his son, the one that was there when I was little. Right. Um, him and his father have the same name. So I found him. And then I went on to his profile and I seen that his his dad's name. And it was like, so this isn't like a coincidence because his name is his name and he's got the same name. Mm-hmm. Like, OK, so I contacted him. And he believed he was my dad. He's on my birth certificate as my dad. Um, But anyhow, my mother is a liar. Always has been, always will be. Nothing will ever change. Mm. Um, I disbelieved her. I disbelieved that that man was my dad. After speaking to him, after speaking to his, his wife, after speaking to his children, it didn't fit. Something yeah. did not sit right. Um, so I questioned, would you want on the Jeremy Kyle show? He said yes. Yeah. Um, I was speaking to my sister, the one that was given up for adoption. I spoke to her on Facebook, questioned if she would come on there, and she did. Mm. Um, Jeremy Kyle Was the first place that I met my sister face to face.
0: Wow. Yeah, I actually watched it. It was. It was
1: horrific. It was a horrific experience.
0: Yeah. I can. Um.
1: Something that I actually really regret.
0: Why did you regret it?
1: Because, literally, since the Jeremy Kyle, it's one thing after another. My mum is still in my life now, still affecting my life. I don't talk to her, I don't speak to her. I want nothing to do with her. You know, but she still finds her way to get in my life.
0: Mm. Crazy.
1: Um and you know, and for like you you said you've watched some of the clips of the Jeremy yeah. Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> as much as you know, your mum is a horrible woman. And I don't know. I, I can't really word how I want to word it. I, I can't say it. It's,
0: she definitely played the victim.
1: She... She played the victim, and she played it really well. And it's literally she played the system. Mm. Played the system, good and proper. Like I said, she was evading social services. Yeah, you know through my younger life. You know, and then she portrays herself like that on Jeremy Kyle, and the way you've seen it, the Jeremy Kyle. Mm. Right, I put that together myself as a video because it's all different clips. Yeah. Because she contacted ITV and requested that it was taken off TV. It was taken off everywhere so nobody could find it. She played on my brother's death with that. But my brother's death was in 2014. It was the year before that we were on the Jeremy Kyle and my brother wasn't even on there. Mm. Yeah, but she plays the victim all the time. Like, I'm the devil child.
0: Yeah. Yeah, she sort of said said as such, yeah, on the the show. Yeah. Is your sister in contact with her anymore? No. No. So she's realised what she's like too.
1: Let's just say that they, her, my mother, sorry, and her partner, caused some physical abuse on my sister. Mm. And my sister, she won't mind me saying this. My sister was married and her husband died. Oh, gosh. She went to her mother as you do, you know, for a little bit of support, she turned up, knocked the door. And my mum's partner came out. And hit my sister just for being at the door. What? You know how can you how can you love two children and despise two children?
0: Yeah, it's crazy. It's almost like she looked at you as an inconvenience to her life.
1: I was, and hmm. um, like I can see that, and I think I I seen that years ago.
0: Yeah. So when did your real father come back into your life?
1: Last year. Wow. During the pandemic.
0: Isn't that crazy?
1: And again, that was by the power of Facebook.
0: Tell you what, Facebook's got a lot One to I know, it really is. I agree with that. It really is
1: yeah and
0: how's that relationship amazing Oh, that's so good That's amazing.
1: It's pretty good um I have another half brother and a half sister brilliant um you know it's like a whole bubble of new family,
0: yeah, I can imagine, and a good one. <laughs>
1: Yeah, like they say, good things come to those who wait. And you know what? As much as my life has been shattered, I'm starting to now rebuild it.
0: Yeah, that was actually what I was going to ask next. Next is, has it offered you, a, you know, even even a slither of healing by having it?
1: Like, finding my dad, yes. But I'm not going to heal until, like, I have justice Mm. with my mum. You know, the abuse that she put me through throughout life, nobody should have to suffer.
0: No, they shouldn't.
1: You know... I went home to my mum when I was 15, after being taken at the age of six. When I moved back home to my mum and my stepdad, the partner that she's got now, Mm -hmm. I was abused again. I was failed by the system again. The only people I had standing up for me at that time was my school teachers, who were scared for my safety at home who'd actually put in referrals to social services, complaints to social services, stating I was not safe at home. You know, social services seen stab marks on me. From where my stepdad had been stabbing me. You know, abuse is hard to deal with as the person that's dealing with it, who's gone through it. It's hard for people to listen about it, about it. You know, but abuse does go on a lot more than what.
0: Oh, it is rampant.
1: There is minimal support out there, Mm -hmm. and there needs to be more. Why do you You think? Why do
0: you think that there's such a failure in those services? Is it? Is it laziness? Is it? Is it? down to a lack of funds that they just don't have enough people to come out and check is it disbelief is it like what would you put it down to
1: I think it's a good number of things to be honest I think money plays a big part in it, the funding yeah you know and I find that they don't understand mm. You know, you tell me why a social worker would come and visit my mum's house when I'm the age of five and she sees my mum physically assault me. She drags me up the garden path by my hair. My legs are dragged on the floor. By the time I get in the house, all my legs are all scuffed from the concrete. She dragged me up by my hair. You explain why a social worker would see that and then go home and leave it. Mm. and leave that child there.
0: It's crazy. I have
1: it. I have 11 social services files containing literally every good part that social services did do, but also every negative. And there are more negatives than there are positives from Mm. social services. I was a child of systematic failure. I was portrayed to be a child, a problem child. Then I go into being a problem teenager. And now I'm a problem adult. Do you think that
0: that's an old view of abuse? Back in the day, I mean, even when I was young, A, it wasn't spoken about as much. And then I suppose they just didn't have a true understanding because as you just mentioned, you know, the, the, you're perceived as this devil child, but what child isn't going to outburst and react when they're getting abused behind the door?
1: I was a, I was a child crying out for help.
0: That's exactly it. not
1: a, a problem child.
0: Yeah, exactly. Because as you know, I mean, majority of children that are abused react in some way. You're, got, you're going to, you're, You. if you've got a pair of eyes and a half a brain, you're going to be able to see that there's an issue. Yes. Yeah. It's It's just, it drives me insane. I mean, I, I was speaking to somebody just recently. We were talking about pedophilia and, and stuff like that. And someone said to me, you know, oh, do you really think it's that prevalent? And I said, of course it is. I mean, I was a very pretty looking skinny young boy I used to get mistaken for one of my sisters all the time and I used to have men of all ages trying to try to get me into cars trying to get me to go to public toilets all like playing with themselves on the beach you know all that sort of stuff and it is so rampant. And do you know what? Another thing where people really go wrong, majority of those men were there at that beach with their wife and children while they were trying to pick me up. Not all these people, you know, are what people perceive a pedophile to be. Like no. it's ab- it's absolutely and It makes me so angry.
1: <laughs> right. They... right. I went to the police. Obviously when my stepdad went to prison right mm-hmm. I then that case was closed obviously my mental health wasn't too good as you can imagine
0: mm.
1: I'd literally faced the worst fear of my life because I didn't go behind the screen I didn't I didn't hide away. I went and I faced him I stood in the courtroom you know I had to do it yeah we've all got to face our fears at some point and I needed to do it yeah. Um, they prosecuted him for what he did my mum is still free to walk the streets nothing's being done and social services from the age of 15 I was requested to see my social services files and I was refused every single time due to my mental health and I wouldn't be able to intake the information from within the files There was no assessment done on my mental health by anybody to say that I could not have my files. They gave me my files when I was 28, I'm now 31. They did that because when a child turns, when somebody turns 18 and they have been abused, no matter what age, up until the age of 18, After that, you have five years to pursue anything. Right. Now, social services took our right away from me. Mm -hmm. I cannot pursue anything to do with my mum. So my mum gets away with sexually abusing me, herself, then passing me out to her partners to then basically making my whole life a lie.
0: And social social services also get away with doing such a bad job on what they really should be doing. That's an admission of guilt in itself, Mm. of them not giving you the funds. Social
1: Social services are on the thinking that nothing can be done. Mm. But I'm not going to give too much away but I am on another path where something can be done because in a way there is such things as human rights mm-hmm. and mine were breached. Yeah. So that is another way I am now looking at because justice. because saying that my human rights were breached they were because they kept all that information away from me Mm. um which they shouldn't have done no they said i was 28 years old when i received those
0: crazy mary what did you learn from this whole experience
1: one how not to parent my children Mm, two The only person you can trust and rely on is yourself. Mm. Three, no matter what you go through, what age, it doesn't define the person that you are today. You can't let it define the person that you are today. Mm. You know, all I want to do now is help and support other people. Whether that's children that are going through abuse now, whether that's people that have gone through abuse like in their childhood and they're now an adult, whatever. I just want to be there and be a listening ear and give advice and you know, let them know that I understand. Yeah. Because that's one thing that I lacked. Nobody understood me. Mm.
0: It's so important to be heard, especially in those situations. Mary, thank you so much for your time, and I we like I really appreciate it, and I I, I do hope that through this new avenue that you do find the justice that you deserve, so rightly deserve, um, and I hope that your life continues to blossom. And I just I just really hands down to you to be strong enough to actually come on and talk about this subject and to continue to want to support and help other people that are maybe going through it themselves. It's, it's really admirable.
1: I don't stand up and try and support people. Who else is? Exactly. Exactly.
0: So Mary, is there anywhere that people can contact you for advice, support, anything else that you'd like to offer them?
1: Yes. um, You can find me on Facebook. My name on Facebook is Mary Burgess, but in brackets, it says Mary Doyle. Um, my profile is open, so you can send me friends' requests. You can inbox me. Night, day, I don't mind. Um,
0: and just look for the very attractive blonde lady. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs>
1: um, you. will. It's pretty easy to find me because on my profile, I'm a unique presenter.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. I know you very well. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Mary. I really appreciate it. And we'll talk soon. Bye. Bye. talk.
1: It's like Oprah, but not.